0: Hey, welcome back to the Guess Where I Am podcast. And who I'm with. Today, we are still in Savannah, Georgia. But mentally, we are in Australia with my Scottish lad friend, Mm -hmm. Matty. Mm -hmm. He's my brother, Bestie Vibes, Mm -hmm. to make that clear. He's a gentleman. I have now adopted this new set of standards since meeting him, even just as a friend. This Mm -hmm. is how he was like such a gentleman. When the chair was wet, Mm -hmm. he would sit down on it first and dry it off. If my feet were hurting, he'd give me his shoes. He would carry my bag. Crazy. Yeah, American guys do not do that. Yeah, so I now have this new phrase, WWMD, what would Maddie do? And if a guy I meet won't do that... You don't want him. He's not worth it. Nope. Period. Period. last time we already had this interview but we just wanted to expand a little bit more about some things we talked about for example him traveling as a guy yeah i'm so excited to hear that perspective Mm -hmm. on what it's like as a man traveling abroad whether it's similar or are you scared yeah Uh, or is it completely different we're both two girlies yeah girly pops we don't know know the other side we have our own opinions Mm -hmm. on traveling and our own Mm -hmm. feelings which are usually fear-based. As one does. That's yeah, exactly. Of, but. But is does do guys feel the same? I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so perfectly timed. <laughs> the car just said, "Hell yeah!" Uh, okay. We talked about goon last episode. Yes. However, yep. you can go to our Instagram at. Guess we're a podcast. And we have a little glossary for you. Yeah. So if there's ever a term that we say and we forget to translate, feel free to check that out Mm -hmm. to... Refresh the memory. Exactly. Yeah. However, Maddie has a secret about goon and a Mm. secret about raccoons. (laughs) Raccoons? Raccoons. Like trash animals? Trash pandas. Yep. So I'm excited for you to hear those little facts. I know them, but you don't know them. No. Because Kirk is sponsoring us. Spoiler alert. I want to talk about the cafe culture in Australia and get into it because I didn't know that coffee was like a big thing in Australia Mm -hmm. until Mm -hmm. I got there and everyone was like, have you tried the coffee yet? You have to try the coffee. And I wasn't a coffee drinker Mm -hmm. before I got there. Mm -hmm. And then I tried the coffee even at McCafe, not to name drop. (laughs) Like the coffee is solid everywhere it's a simple 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. like it starts at a 10 and then just goes up yeah and like the ambiance or like the Mm. feeling you get in every cafe Mm. was so welcoming Mm -hmm. and so warm because everybody was so nice in melbourne dude i was obsessed i spent so much money on coffee and like almond (laughs) croissants oh yeah which were Mm. so good and i can't find a good almond croissant here but i am obsessed with coffee. I miss the Australian coffee yeah. so much. Well, like I was a coffee drinker prior to going. I mean, I was a barista for three plus years. And that was one of the things I was looking forward to most because I heard all about the coffee. And I was like, oh my God. I that was I was on a mission that first day. I'm like, Louise, we need to get coffee. Like right now. I was so excited and it did not disappoint. It, it was way above <laughs> my standards, yeah. wh- what I was expecting. Oh my God. I mean, I... Now I have a tattoo of a coffee bean plant Literally. on me because I was so obsessed. But the coffee, the reason I got the tattoo, mm-hmm. so, so good. To die for. Because mm-hmm. it was just so much fun going into the cafes. Yeah. yeah, I had a cup every day from a new place. Yeah. Because I just wanted to try everything. You had to. Yeah. Um, I remember, though, when we, got out, when we went to go get food together mm-hmm. and the coffee in a mug versus a cup was a different price. Do you remember that? I do. That made me kind of mad because that was like yeah. an only there, like that, that one, one restaurant, restaurant only did that. But it, I was like, why is the mug different from the cup? Yeah, they're like, we're gonna charge for this experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's an experience. It is an experience. <laughs> it's a great experience. Yeah, and, and I, that, I miss it. Yeah, but we both paid for the, the mug mm-hmm. <laughs> fully because we love the experience. Yep. The budget went out, out the, the window. window. <laughs> Another thing that almost every single cafe and restaurant had was avocado toast. (gasps) Yeah, but they didn't call it avocado toast. No, it was avo smashes. (laughs) Okay, I'll call it a little avo smash. smash? I had avo smashes nearly as much as I had coffee, like at least five times a week. Mm -hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. But no matter how hard I try, I cannot make it even close to what it was like in Australia. Every single place knew what the fuck they were doing. Mm -hmm. And do you know the like reason why coffee in Australia is so good. Yeah so it's like they grow the beans in Australia so it's just closer to the source. Mm -hmm. That's literally it. It's just more fresh. Yeah it's you're so close to the source of where it's grown Mm -hmm. and like almost all the places roast their own beans or have like a super local shop that Mm -hmm. roasts their beans. So it's like guaranteed extremely fresh coffee and just the weather is perfect for coffee Mm -hmm. to grow. Especially in the center of Australia, where nobody lives, the outback, the jungle, the scary part. (laughs) Perfect there. Perfect for coffee. Who would have thought? Honestly? Yeah. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know, for some reason it just checks out, (laughs) (laughs) but wow. Not to be like that, but that is why I like Perk. Yeah, Because they really care about the bean, Mm -hmm. and I never, ever, ever (laughs) Expected to be that coffee girl mm-hmm. who was like, the bean makes a difference. The way it's roasted makes a difference. Where it's from makes a difference. I just really didn't expect that. But after being in Australia, yeah. I respect the bean. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know who else respects the bean? Perk. perk. They do. They yep. care about it. Yeah. That's why we love them. Yeah. And you know what? Their merch is really cute too. Uh-huh. Just an added bonus. Just an added bonus. Mm -hmm. Before we get into the interview, we just quickly wanted to thank our sponsor, Perk Coffee. We are so excited to begin this partnership with Perk. I know, and you know me, I love coffee. This is totally a dream partnership. I had multiple cups of coffee a day in Australia. Same. And the unique thing about Perk is that they roast all of their coffee in-house as well as make all of their syrups. And they source everything super carefully to find the exact roast that complements the beans best. They truly have something for everyone. Did you know they're also in Whole Foods in the Southeast? However, if you're not in the Southeast, you can order it online and have it delivered to your door. And that includes their coffee and their amazing designed merch. I love it. And if you use our code, GuessWe're10, guesswere 10 guesswhere10, at checkout, you will receive 10% off your entire order. Again, that's guesswere 10 all one word. Thank you again, Perk. We truly love you guys. Thank you. welcome on
1: thanks for having me guys good to see you all again
0: yeah we're so happy to have you welcome maddie to the podcast
1: and we're in melbourne australia
0: yeah we are (laughs) oh the sun is so nice the weather's so beautiful i'm so relaxed here in australia totally not in savannah georgia (laughs) not the country but the state yep
1: actually it's pretty miserable today. It's cloudy and cold. It's <laughs> autumn, so.
0: Well, you look glowing. You look like the sun is hitting you beautifully. The complexion looks flawless. <laughs> Thank you. OK, so let's just get into it. Yeah. Why don't you so introduce right in. yourself? Who are you? How old are you? Where are you from? And give us a little fun fact.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'm Marty. I'm from Scotland. I've been in Australia for about six months now, working for four and then traveling for two. Um, and fun fact, I can do a Rubik's Cube. Is that a fun fact?
0: How long though? Yeah, how long is like it, it super fast?
1: Oh, like two minutes maybe.
0: Okay, Solid. Okay, that's a talent. I'll give it to you. Yeah, um, wait, actually, can you tell me about you guys meeting and about work and then how you guys came to be as close as you are now?
1: So we were both interns and next door neighbours, but we didn't know this yet, did we? We were like we are on like an excursion at a wildlife sanctuary together and then obviously got like chatting away and then obviously realised we we're next door neighbours and then we went out that night, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Max and stuff, because Max always had prees. So a group of us all went there and then went out that night. And then yeah. we went out every night after that. And the rest is history, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I, I remember that night going into that club and being like, I have no idea where I am, and I simply don't
1: care. Who is that?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's saying. My... Uh, Wait, explain what was that? <laughs> Maddie, I didn't realize this until Maddie brought it up. But uh, I do this dance every time I'm drunk, and it just seems I to come know. out of me.
1: It's become a thing, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. i just go like this and sometimes i'll bring it up <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah the drunk you get the higher it gets yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> we will start with our first question so obviously we are not guys can you give us what it is like traveling as a guy solo
1: oh well i, I was nervous starting off because as louise knows i'm from the country so Melbourne's like the biggest city I've been to and when I got here I was like I was so scared of all the of everything, all the people I wasn't used to it but it's good it's one of those things like it's what you make of it so if you're willing to try things out like, and say yes and go out your way and meet people then you're going to get more out of it than mm-hmm. if you don't I've never felt in danger or anything like that since being in Australia so
0: what about like the creatures in Australia mm-hmm. when you went further <laughs> up north and you were in yeah, the
1: outpack? Yeah. yeah well, see. I've, still, I've, I've not, still not seen a snake. Okay. No, but I've seen loads of lizards and some pretty big spiders and stuff. Yeah. It's not that bad. You, you just kind of stay away from them.
0: What about, like, hostile life as a guy? Yeah. What what was, like, going through your brain, staying in, like, community co-ed rooms? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I booked all my travel up the East Coast two weeks before I went. So I just had to kind of, like, get what was there. It was like a mixture of some were just guys and some were like mixed dorms. And honestly, I never had a problem at all, because even if you have a mixed dorm, I had multiple times where it was technically a mixed dorm, but it was all guys.
0: Yeah, I had that a few times too, which was kind of nice because mixed is always cheaper. So it's like...
1: Yeah, mixed is always cheaper. But I also had times where I was the only guy in a mixed dorm.
0: Yep, Which bad. is pretty
1: good because girls are usually more cl- cleaner than guys. So I didn't mind being in the room with all the girls.
0: Yeah, I walked into this room one time and I realized I was going to be the only girl. But they had stuff on the bed that I was supposed to be in. So I walked my butt right back down to the front desk. I'm like, hey, there's stuff on my bed. They're like, OK, we'll move rooms. <laughs> Would you say you like kind of put yourself out there more being in hostels than living in Melbourne?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think I'm kind of lucky as well that there's so many Brits traveling.
0: Yeah, I probably met like ninety percent people I met were from the UK. It was wild. Did you meet anybody who you happen to have like mutual friends with, or not? Uh,
1: no, not no. I met people that like like when I did the Fraser Island tour. I just happened to meet a group of farmers who also all played rugby. So I was like, what the chance of of that? Just finding it.
0: Wait, I actually, just to do a little side tangent, I want to hear about Fraser Island because you spent like a, did you spend a week or how long were you camping? Um,
1: three days. Three full three three days.
0: days. Can you explain Fraser Island to us?
1: Oh, so it's, it's in, it's in Queensland and it's, it's just a sand island and it's like, it's massive. Like there's a, there's like a 90 mile beach. So it's like, it is proper big. Like it took us like a good couple of hours to drive across the whole island. And uh, so yeah, it's just like basically all jungle it's like no roads
0: what what did you experience
1: so the first day was a bit awkward like everyone's kind of getting to know each other but then first night they obviously throw a big party and everyone just gets so pissed up and then after that everyone just gets along so well yeah and also spending like 24 hours a day sharing tents with everyone mm-hmm. so it's like it does become a little family in a way yeah. and it was awesome it was so good so it was, all, it was like off-road driving, and if you weren't wearing a seatbelt, you'd like hit your head off the roof, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And it was so good. So we did we did loads of stuff. We like went swimming in like rock pools. We went hiking in the jungle. Saw dingoes.
0: Oh, the dogs. Wild, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wild.
1: Yeah, yeah, like wild dingoes. Yeah.
0: Did they come up to you? Did you get to pet them like dogs or oh. no?
1: No, oh, you weren't allowed to go near them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they're dangerous. They're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. They're not. That's They're so really sad. Serious. They're so cute <laughs> though. Aw. <laughs> Damn. Okay, yeah, keep yeah,
1: going. So <laughs> okay. The was just like off-road driving and like exploring the island in the day and then just getting like really, really, really drunk. In oh, someone someone actually got airlifted off the island for getting bit by a snake when, when we were on it. No what way. There,
0: were they in your they, group? They were, oh, they weren't in just, your group?
1: Yeah, because you can just go there like with your, oh, your own car if you want to camp and then... on the second day our like our guide was like oh yeah just watch out for snakes because someone got airlifted off this morning getting bitten
0: that would terrify me yeah like i would be out of there (laughs) never mind i don't want to do this (laughs) refund take (laughs) me back (laughs) wait i so i like camping is fun i feel like the worst part about camping is waking up in the morning because inside of the tents it's like so freaking hot those things are like insulators what would you say was like your least favorite part of camping for three days and like what should somebody prepare for if mm-hmm. they're gonna go do something like that
1: honestly the the camping at wasn't that bad but that's because everyone got so smashed she just like fell asleep like there's people like who slept slept like under the tables and just like out in the open all night because it's like passed out but the worst thing was like the sunburn. Everyone got so sunburned because obviously you're out. You leave camp at like eight in the morning and you don't come back until seven eight at night. And you're out all day in the sun, and by the third day, because obviously everyone on my tour was like either from the UK or from Europe, so everyone's like pretty white and pasty. And the third day, everyone's just like ha- lubing themselves up with aloe vera. Like everyone's so sunburned, <laughs> just ready to go home. <laughs>
0: Would you say that was like bonding?
1: <laughs> They're sharing the top of all of you.
0: Okay, so I guess we'll move on from Fraser Island because we've been there for a minute. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. We. Keep... Any last words about Fraser? Take sun cream. Yep. If you're gonna go. Noted. Do you have any like tips or tricks about traveling abroad as a guy specifically?
1: In terms of like what you take, don't overpack, which is like one thing I had to deal with.
0: I Your suitcase was
1: insanely
0: big man like that was yeah. like because you could you didn't have rollers so I would watch you put that on and I feel like if you put that on me I'd be too top heavy and I'd simply just <laughs> fall backwards yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it would just take me right down
1: <laughs> the thing is as well because I went to Melbourne first and was working for four months I had to take all my work stuff up these coast, so like stuff I knew I wasn't going to use but I couldn't throw out like shirts and ties and all that kind of stuff I knew I wasn't I wasn't going to use it, but I had to like lug it all the way up with me. Yeah. And it was it annoying, was but don't overpack. You're only going to use, like, four or five T-shirts.
0: <laughs> Do you remember our Depression-era day where we just sat by the pool and, like, <laughs> was so sad and continued to repeat just the whole day about how sad we were that everybody was leaving? <laughs>
1: yeah, so it was, like, it was, like, the days in between Christmas and New Year, and everyone was starting to, like, leave. And it was just me and Louise left. And we're just sitting around the pool, like, oh, Christ, this is so bad. Compared to what we're used to, just having, like, the whole gang together. And that was just us two sitting around the pool. And we knew we were were obviously going to go on our travels and separate in, like, three days or whatever. We're just like, oh, God, it's over.
0: Would you say that, like, you've gotten a lot of, like, post-travel friendship depression from, like, leaving everybody and leaving where you've been kind of settled for a few months?
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially like when you're in, well in Melbourne for four months and you actually like do make friends. Because when you're traveling, you make friends, but it's only for like four or five days, which isn't as bad as like knowing someone for like a good two months, where you actually it was.
0: We saw each other almost every day by the end too. No, every day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, over the holidays when like work was off for Christmas. We just, <laughs>
0: Wow. Yeah, because like, I like, didn't Christmas. have that.
1: Everyone's in the same boat. Like Everyone's away from their families. It's Christmas, so everyone cares.
0: Yeah, the holiday bonding. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Can we talk about your holidays? So like New Year's Eve and then Christmas? And Thanksgiving? Well, I know you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but I know you guys were you were with Louise for our Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. Part one and part dinner. two. As in mcdonald's after our oh, night was on <laughs> that
1: thanksgiving that's yeah that thanksgiving?
0: the first thanksgiving part one was actually on thanksgiving that's why it's i McDonald's. came up with that little caption you have mcdonald's for thanksgiving yeah
1: after night out
0: yeah <laughs> it was 4 a.m and we were at mcdonald's <laughs> and eating together and so i called it thanksgiving
1: i, that, I just fell, fell asleep on the floor in the sun <laughs>
0: Yeah, but okay. So I'll give the context. We were at our friend's house, apartment, very very fancy apartment, yeah. and we really like made ourselves comfortable in that apartment. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just yeah, and I really all you guys just left as well. Y'all went out for like a walk or something, and just left me sleeping on the floor in the sun see you had like these massive, like, huge like floor ceiling windows, and the sun's just coming in the afternoon. Perfect time for sleep.
0: Yeah, but I think we watched like The Grinch and played a oh. really endless game of Monopoly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a
0: tiring game of Monopoly. Does Monopoly ever end, though? No, that's that's just a never-ending game. No. Like you, you know that, Gunnar. Into- <laughs> were you sad to not be with family, or were you kind of excited to experience something new for the holidays?
1: Yeah, it was good. To, it was it was good and bad. Like it was sad to be with your family, but it was good to experience something new especially not like a white christmas it was weird because yeah. so obviously I'm pretty much every year is a white christmas in scotland and in here it was just like what 30 degrees and people going to the beach and stuff it didn't yep. feel like christmas oh
0: yeah not- yeah because i ended my wit sundays on christmas day and then had a flight into sydney and everybody was on bondi in red bathing suits yeah it was santa hats it was crazy wow it was a beautiful sunset though that night, mm. um, and honestly, like if it was if I was happy to spend Christmas with you guys,
1: it was a good
0: We were with friends, like I yeah, still, yeah. still felt like family because by that point we had spent so much time together. That's true.
1: Yeah, yeah, we know each other for like, what, over a month. Mhm.
0: Good times. It
1: was good. That was good. It was a good Christmas.
0: What know. made you choose Australia?
1: So it's when I was deciding where to work, and it was like washington like dc melbourne a couple places in europe and then a couple places like tokyo and hong kong and stuff and i didn't want really to go to europe because it was a bit like too, too close to home and then i didn't fancy learning like a narrow language to be honest so like that was like kind of hong kong and tokyo so it was like it was between dc and melbourne and then i just decided to go for the one that was the, the furthest away from home so i went, <laughs> so came to melbourne
0: I almost feel like that's everyone's decision. She's like, I just want to go as far as possible.
1: (laughs) That's my choice.
0: I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. The complete opposite side of the world. Amelia said the same exact thing. Our last interviewee. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was also between the States or Australia. And she's like australia valid valid you know i'm going back so you mentioned that you worked for four months and then you traveled for two what was that route that you took traveling those two months what did you do
1: i went melbourne sydney and then just chilled out in sydney just did the classic like op house bondi uh went to a couple museums and then i went sydney to byron bay i was in byron for like five days and it was so good but i think it was so good because i had such a good dorm and everyone got along so well and we went out every night but the vibes in Byron were also like really like chill surfer time and nice. then I went Byron to Surfers Paradise like the Gold Coast did the like, touristy stuff and then I went up to Harvey Bay which when I did Fraser Island for three days there and then another like 14 hour bus after that from Harvey Bay to Early Beach and then I was in Early Beach for like a three, reach so, like 10 days in total with doing my Sundays tour for like three days and then from early went to Magnetic Island just chilled out there because I was like knackered after the Sundays because like you get no sleep yeah and then from Magnetic Island I flew back to Melbourne
0: yeah we did kind of a similar route you went to a few cities I didn't but then I went to a few you didn't go to you didn't go all the way up to Cairns though
1: no I didn't I didn't go up to Cairns
0: what was the pl- area you were stuck on for like seven days waiting for like a boat? Was it the Whit Sundays and you had, and there was like nothing to do and you were really worried?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, Whit Sundays, just the way I booked it and with the way like the actual Whit Sundays like sailing tour fit into my schedule, I had like seven days, nothing just in Early Beach waiting to go on that tour. And Early Beach is a pretty small place. Yeah, like, there's
0: not much to do there.
1: I was so <laughs> bored and I was only there
0: for a day. <laughs> What'd you do to keep but, yourself uh, busy?
1: oh well I, I had a couple of days of just like chilling by the pool or like the lagoon and then i actually went on like a waterfall tour and it turned out to actually be really good it's just got taking like, taken around loads of waterfalls i've got to, like climb up them and stuff and the guy took the the guy took us into the jungle and he was like an, in- an indigenous guide so you like, know like tips and tricks and then he was just telling us about all the plants so he was telling us about like the australian natural basil in australia basically basil but it's, it's not uh, and then he just saw some ants on a tree and they're like, they're pretty big. And they have like, they're they green. And he was like, oh, yeah, they're, they're green because they're, they're full of vitamin C. And he was saying, oh, yeah, uh, eating three ants is like the equivalent of like eating a whole orange in terms of like vitamin C. He like, oh, does anyone want to try? So then a couple of us were like, yeah, yeah, we'll try. So we ate the ants. And they taste, they taste like limes. They taste like citrusy.
0: <gasps> what? Wow. <laughs> that, <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, I guess to be bleak, if the world is running out of food, at least I know there are live-tasting ants out there that yeah. I could eat. <laughs> I'm going to Australia then. I'm just, just gonna be yeah. eating bugs.
1: And <laughs> again, yeah, like the guy, he was so like relaxed. he was he was like the most Aussie man you've ever met. He was like, there's no path, and everyone's like in bare feet and stuff. I think, Oh yeah, just watch out for snakes and uh, if you see a snake, just tell me. But well, we shouldn't see a snake. I've not seen a snake in like three days, so we should be fine. And he, <laughs> he was like the most relaxed guy about most dangerous stuff. So there is stuff you can find to do. There's loads of stuff to do there, as in terms of tours, but actually Ailey Beach itself, it's like, it's just so small. Yeah. Would,
0: would you say that your advice is to not over plan, even though you had seven days, are you happy that it was slightly spontaneous?
1: Well, I, I don't know, because... Well, I've been told that this year is like a one-off because it's because of COVID and it's the first summer that Australia's open. They've got like three years worth of travellers all at the same time. So everything's booked up. For example, I want to go to Nusa, and I was like, I'll be able to just book a hostel like two weeks before. I went to go book it, and there was, like, literally nothing. Unless I wanted to pay, like, $300 a night, so I had to, like, skip NUSA. And I met people up my travels who'd, this is, like, their second time doing the East Coast, and they came before COVID, and they said before COVID it was so quiet, you could literally just rock up a couple of days before and get a hostel easy, Whereas not a chance you're getting that.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow, that's crazy, because I thought that that was kind of normal, that I'd just be walking around town, like, you could tell, you could pick out the backpackers. But, yeah, they were everywhere. That, it's like, been three especially
1: years. Especially, like, Byron. And, like, Airlie Beach as well, which, like, small, but backpacker, like, they love them. It was, like, it was just backpack essential.
0: Yeah, because there are also so many hostels in all those towns. I could never imagine Savannah having a hostel, like, Airlie had. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So, the one night I met you, when we went out, all I heard you guys talk about was zombie watching. Can you explain what zombie watching is? Because I kind of, I feel like I kind of had to figure it out for myself. It was my favorite (laughs) activity.
1: yeah, yeah, it's a good pastime. Uh, no, it's, it's, oh, it's just what me and my mates did back in Scotland. There's just so many, like, wacky characters and wacky people. It's like people watching, especially, like, a zombie is a good connotation as well, because you just think of, like, a walking dead zombie.
0: Yeah, so normally, oh like, drunk goodness. people, is this, like, a night activity?
1: Yeah, especially on, like, nights out as well, when they are people who might as well be zombies.
0: <laughs> and it is possible to become a zombie yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, you've done this. You, you've become a zombie.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you have too. And I'm thinking about that one night when we went out with like the whole gang and oh. you got hoisted on goon. You were you were like on a mission to finish like that entire bag when there was probably okay. like two to three bottles left in it. And you smacked me on the head, like smacked the box oh. off my head.
1: Yeah. The, do- yeah, the yeah. goon oh, of doom.
0: Yeah. It really was the goon of doom that night.
1: That was because, like, I was late to pre's as well. So I was, like, playing catch-up. So I was just going all out before we left for the club. Uh, Yeah, I got so smashed.
0: I just remember when you... I was
1: was a zombie. I I, I morphed into a zombie. (laughs) that was a good night
0: though
1: yeah that was that was like max's final night wasn't it before he left wait -hmm.
0: that was the night that i was there i was supposed to go yeah anna was supposed to come to that party yeah she always says that was her favorite night out but i had a coach um an overnight coach to canberra and that was two days after i got in and i'm like i physically cannot like mentally everything cannot handle being social right
1: now monday nights isn't it Louise?
0: yeah oh it was always monday nights Yeah. yeah Monday nights at
1: workers
0: (laughs) where the beer was half off, or yeah,
1: yeah, eight dollars for a jug.
0: Yeah, and I call myself the beer wench. (laughs) I remember that
1: you just be walking around like this with two massive, like they're like that big, like the jugs.
0: I don't drink right out of them, yeah, yeah. Well, what can you do (laughs) anyway? So, we went to our favorite club workers, and because it happened to be a Monday night. Right? And we were with yeah. two people who hadn't gone, and so we are like, you have to see what workers is like. And funny enough, they were out of beer by the time we got there. So we, yeah. for some reason, only drank vodka Red Bulls and gin and tonics. My yeah, two yeah. favorite drinks. <laughs> but it wasn't one vodka red bull it was probably like three each along with however many gin and tonics we all drank
1: yeah and, and shots of zambuca because you guys hadn't tasted zambuca before
0: yeah
1: yeah actually got a couple bites because it was so hot
0: yeah selena just started putting ice on our necks and then we ended up going to our friend's apartment and yeah. um finishing drank more yes we did karaoke that night <laughs> dancing chatting whatever. We go to sleep and then the reckoning begins the next morning.
1: Top five hangovers in my life. It was so bad. It was horrendous.
0: I remember walking out and just seeing you like just in your underwear.
1: <laughs> so- I myself like, on the sofa yeah <laughs> in my pants.
0: <laughs> yeah that was your zombie moment.
1: <laughs> yeah I had to like crawl to the bathroom because so I was like, I'm going to throw up. I had to crawl through the apartment on my hands and knees and my pants to the bathroom. And then when I was sick, it was like luminous green, like glow in the dark. Like that's how like, it was so bright because I think it must have been Red but It must have been like the half digested Red bill.
0: You sounded like an old dog, like heaving. But I remember Amelia's point of view on that. She, because she didn't grow up with guys. That was a core memory for her because she was like blinded and shocked by your struggle across (laughs) the ground.
1: (laughs) We went for brunch, didn't we?
0: Yeah, it was hot out and we started walking there. And yeah
1: then, and my t-shirt was stunk booze I was like, i'm not wearing that so i went to office to brunch
0: and then we all just sat and like ate our food silently
1: <laughs> yeah everyone was so depressed and hungover. There no, and no chat at all i'll sit around the table the conversation the table was,
0: like, oh, was forced <laughs> like everybody like i wasn't in the mood for food
1: it was so far away as well we could just like walk it was like, a good like 15 20 minute uber
0: yeah I remember just saying the whole time that I didn't want to be doing that. <laughs> like, I just remember you had your shirt off and you were walking, but I just feel like you were also separated because you were going through something else. You were beyond
1: all of us. That was one of the last nights as well. We had out.
0: It was good. I'll do it again. <laughs>
1: In Savannah.
0: <laughs> yeah, in Savannah. Next time when you're here, we'll do it. We'll rage. That was a fun one. So, the World Cup was going on at the same time that you guys were in Australia. I heard you guys went to a little viewing party, I guess.
1: Yeah, it was, like, it was like after a night out. So, like, we got in at, like, what, 2 to 3 in the morning. And we're like, right, we'll wait. and it was because obviously the time difference, it was at, like six, or like, 6 or 7 a.m. that the games were on. And they're showing yeah, like, a big, like, on like massive street in the city center and so like right we'll get a couple hours kit and then we'll go to the game and then the fire alarm goes off in our building for like a good like age like ages
0: at so, 5 a.m like, which is good because yeah. if that alarm didn't go off i simply wouldn't have gone but Absolutely. the fire alarm woke us up and i was like well okay this is an alarm clock it's a yeah. sign
1: there we went to get away from this end of the fire alarm because it's just so annoying. So, what we went to the game, they lost, got kicked out of the World Cup. But it was good. And then we realized because of all the people, we could get a tram back. So, we had to walk the whole way uphill at like seven or eight in the morning back to like where we were staying. And Louise was on threads. She was almost she was crippled. She was gone.
0: Still drunk from the night prior.
1: <laughs> she was a zombie.
0: Yeah, and it was hot. And we were, like couldn't find food. So we found like croissants. And Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah just opened.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were like the first people. And there was no trams and I wasn't wearing good shoes. <laughs> and it was such it was like a twenty minute walk or something.
1: Oh more it's more than that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I felt like that was a bonding moment for yeah. us because we both were struggling, kind of hungover, and we lost the game, so it was a little depressy. Yeah. That was early on in your trip, too, because that was the day I came in. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing you, and you're like, Yeah, I was up at like 5 a.m. I was like, What? <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh, I wonder what would have happened if they had won. Mm, how oh. crazy it would have gotten. <laughs> we probably wouldn't have been in such a sad mood walking <laughs> back. Oh. We, we would have been like, well, at least we won. But the whole time we were like, but we didn't even win. Why did we go?
1: all uh, this effort to lose.
0: <laughs> and do you remember how they would throw like in the crowd at the football <laughs> games? Yeah, and it got so smoky. I was like, is this a healthy to breathe? <laughs>
1: Yeah, you can't see the screen because there's that many like smoke bombs and flares going off.
0: Yeah. How many people were there watching it with you guys? Thousands. Wow. We couldn't even get into the square at first. We had to (gasps) wait for it, people to leave so that we can get like an okay spot. Yeah, it's too cool. Do you remember the the, like, shit talking?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What country were they playing against? Argentina. Oh, were there a lot of people from Argentina there? No, 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 it was Australians. (laughs) <laughs> shit-talking the other team, oh. you know?
1: Like, through through the screen. There's no Argentinians there, they're just
0: <laughs> You're just yelling. What was your favourite? Do you remember one of the ones? I remember one of the ones.
1: Are you thinking? Oh, you say your one, I wonder like...
0: No, I feel like we should say it at the same time. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Messy! <laughs>
1: your
0: mouth is
1: <laughs> Some little kids, like he was definitely, he was probably like, what, 14, 15. It was, like, all silent, and then this kid just said that out of nowhere. It was so so funny.
0: So loud, and I remember everybody started laughing, too. (laughs) (laughs) What was your favorite city to zombie watch in?
1: Uh, Surfers. There's a lot of zombies and surfers. Then there's, like, hippie zombies in Byron. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's. i seen I actually in Byron, i actually seen this guy every day. He had like a stick. He'd always, it was like, you know, I don't know, it was like a stick and had like two balls on the end of it, and he'd like throw it up and twirl it around and stuff. I'd seen him every day just like practicing on the beach. And then one day there was like live music down, down at like this little grassy area by the beach. And the same guy was there, but he had the stick was on fire this time. And he was like throwing it about for everyone. Wow.
0: Peak entertainment. Yeah. yeah. You saw him practicing, Peak then you saw the real deal. It, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of street entertainment in melbourne did you have a favorite street entertainer i i know which one's my favorite
1: <laughs> the guy the, we saw the guy the taylor Swift guy
0: <laughs> was that the one you saw him? I saw do, him. He, <laughs> he had a britney spears shirt on yeah yeah
1: okay, like a sequin like jacket on yeah
0: and he um, he wasn't a really good <laughs> singer but like it was so he was the perfect amount of bad that made it so good
1: but I, a couple of, like weeks after i he came up on my like, for you page I think he's like an, actually like an icon in Melbourne, and we just seen him like rant. We didn't know this at the time when we saw it, but he's like he's like a meme, like a Melbourne meme. That guy, because he always sings Britney's uh, not Britney Spears, uh, Taylor Swift really badly.
0: Oh my god! I, wow. I have a video of him singing, and then people like dancing in front of him, and I was like, I love this. <laughs> I was like, this is so good. <laughs> in his Britney Spears shirt. Wow. Oh my gosh. We knew him before he was famous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what was your Favorite place and why and your least favorite place and why?
1: Favorite place is I have to say Byron Bay. Mm, interesting. I
0: loved Byron. Amelia yeah. said the same thing. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, Byron was good. It was, I wish I'd stayed longer in Byron. Bay. And I did five days there. I wish I'd stayed longer. Uh, and then, least favorite place, probably they were all good, but i had to choose a least favorite. Probably surfers, like Gold Coast Surfers Paradise, just because it was like, it was cool it was like Miami it gave like Miami vibes which is like it was cool for like a day and it was just kind of like another city which I'd already done in Sydney and Melbourne
0: yes like there's not much to do in surfers besides party like that's where I had the best night out with surfers but clearly you liked um Melbourne the best
1: (laughs) oh yeah of course Louise yeah I wonder I wonder why
0: Sorry. oh well actually I kind of want to uh you know how I hate Sydney but uh <laughs> you happen to have been there with me how do you feel about Sydney?
1: <laughs> Sydney was shocking I don't want to say shocking but it was shocking but <laughs> I think it's shocking like it say for example if you just went to Sydney it'd be good it's the fact we'd been to Melbourne before and we liked Melbourne so much. Sydney was just, wasn't as good. Uh,
0: yeah, I think that I was going to say that, that you guys have like very high standards and you guys went the busiest week to ever be in Sydney, which was New Year's Eve week. Like you guys just got like, not just backpackers, but like tourists, just period, yeah. <laughs> filled the streets. Uh, Cause I was in Sydney twice, the beginning of my trip and the end of my trip. The beginning was so much better because there was nobody there. It's still like city vibes. But there were just millions of more people on the streets just out and about the second time i was there for new year's so i what? think i think you guys maybe should have oh. gave it a little bit better of a chance
1: yeah <laughs> so, that, yeah we didn't have high expectations
0: no i just remember we would always be like we miss melbourne <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah everything was real. better in melbourne
0: <laughs> not another day in paradise oh. <laughs> Are you happy with the amount of time that you've spent in Australia? Because I know you leave in, like, a week.
1: I could have done more. I could I I could easily do longer. But I think it's a good time. Like, if I couldn't have travelled for six months straight. No way. I would have just been been too much. I like, like, peace and quiet. And actually having, like, a place you can call home every day and not having to move every week. But uh, six months has been good. It's been enough time to spend what four and a half five months in melbourne and then six weeks to two months traveling so i've got like the best of both worlds i think i also could stay longer because i like it a lot here
0: do you think you're gonna go back in the future do you already have plans like to come back
1: oh definitely yeah i'll probably i think next time i'll do like western australia and new zealand and stuff
0: well while we're still kind of on the same topic about working and traveling what did you like better like work life or like travel life in another country
1: yeah was, well, yes, yeah, so because I was working for, like, four months. And after, like, the first, like, two or three weeks, you kind of, like, settle into routine. Like, you can't be doing crazy shit and all this fun stuff, like, all the time for four months. So you do kind of settle into routine Monday to Friday and then, like, use your weekends to do, like, fun stuff you want to do. Like, explore, like, regional Victoria and go to the beaches and stuff. But then travelling, I'm sure you'll you'll know, Anna, it's, like, after a while, it's it's pretty intense. Like, No sleep. It's so hot, you're always like shifting places, so it does like wear you out after a while.
0: Yeah, I slept for 20 hours when I got back to Savannah. Like, my I was shot, but at the same time, like, the excitement of going to a new city just kept me going. I was like yeah, so yeah. excited to just experience things that I probably lived every night off like four hours and I was fine.
1: You live off no sleep, but it's still fun.
0: Yeah, the, the coaches I slept on, um, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it's definitely tiring but i could imagine yeah. like living in a city in like a foreign country is just like so nice to like really get to know a country a city yeah
1: you get to know like all like the secret wee spots and like the little like cafes and restaurants down tiny alleyways that no one else knows about you get to know that kind of stuff and then you also meet like proper like friends that you obviously like meet up with over like months so, like proper friends and then you can what well i played rugby I and mean, and evenings and weekends and you can like proper get stuck into the city. It's good.
0: Yeah. So you, did you join like a team? You played rugby? Yeah, yeah.
1: I played for the Melbourne University. Like the men, like adult teams, the adult men's team. Wow. Uh, I actually played a game because literally like the the, like the the month I came was when the season was finishing. So I just did pre-season. That was, that was it.
0: That's still fun. Did you ever do like
1: scrimmages? Yeah. Sorry?
0: Did you ever do like scrimmages or anything like that? Like.
1: Yeah, yeah. We do the scrums.
0: <laughs> the what scrums what? The scrums, scrums? <laughs> gotta add that to the guess for a <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly scrum is scrimmage <laughs> scrum scrimmage do you have any general advice about maybe like how to meet people in australia what to bring other than like sun cream because i know you said that
1: uh things to bring deck of cards that's that's pretty that's a cracker for if you if you're traveling a deck of cards or, like, Uno, any sort of card game is such a good way because you can play cards or you can turn it into a drinking game. You can just do so much with bad cards and just, like, brings people together. Everyone knows how to play cards. Yeah. Uh, and then in terms of, like, meeting people, like, you need to realise that everyone's in the same boat as you. Like, there's so many solo travellers. Everyone's in the hostel. Everyone's, like, trying to make friends. So don't be afraid that you're going to get, like, rejected or anything because, like, I didn't get rejected one time. Like, everyone's – and a lot of the time, hostels put on events, like, beer pong, like – pub quizzes. They put on so much stuff for everyone to meet each other and just like go for the flow, say yes to stuff, be open. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, because even if you do get rejected, you're not going to see them again. And I loved everything, like the hostels that they always had. It was such a great way to meet people and just like do yeah. something. If you don't have a plan, there was always something going on. What would you say was your favorite memory in Australia? If you have one.
1: Yeah, there's so many. I actually don't think I could pick out a single.
0: Give us your top two or three.
1: Right, Top three. Fraser Island is probably, It's probably, there's not an order, not an order, but Fraser Island, uh, Grey Ocean Road, Fraser Island, Grey Ocean Road.
0: Go into detail about what the Ocean Road is for people who don't know.
1: So it's just a, a coastal road, but it basically just goes down like the south of Australia, and it's like right, so it's actually like the roads carved out of a cliff basically, and, uh, and it's like, it's just a really scenic drive, but it's so windy. There's loads of like nice wee seaside towns on the way. That's good. It's a good like solid days drive. The first time I did it, I only did two days. So you kinda had to like rush, rush to get back. But when I did it three days the second time. So you can really like he has three whole days to do everyone. Uh Traugan, the rodeo, the rodeo traugan. That was so funny. I oh. really
0: hyped up the rodeo because I love American rodeos.
1: Mutton <laughs> busting.
0: Yeah, mutton busting is my favorite sport. <laughs> uh it's for the listeners. At some rodeos here in the States, they will have they will put children on the back of sheep. And whoever stays on the longest wins a trophy taller than them, which is just a crazy idea. And it's so dangerous, but it's like bull riding for kids. But it was it's so funny to watch, which is really cruel of me to say, honestly. <laughs> not, I, like, uh, but they don't do it in Australia? No. I wow. hyped it up so insane. much and we were so excited and there was no mutton busted. But explain, uh, explain the rodeo.
1: The rodeo was good. It was like three, three and a half hour drive from Melbourne. And I was like literally in the middle of nowhere. Like we were driving for hours and didn't see a thing. Like it was just like trees, good countryside. That was like proper Australia. Yeah, we are the only tourists there. Like it was just like, it was just so, it was so Australian. Oh, so
0: and I feel like that's those were like the Australian hillbillies or like yeah. rednecks you went deep yeah, yeah, in the yeah. outback. <laughs> <laughs> they were had they everybody was wearing like blue jeans and they were like the cowboys of Australia. Yeah,
1: cowboys, yeah, yeah.
0: Long yeah. mullets, not yeah, the short yeah, yeah. ones, not the cute ones. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe someone who looks like Australian? What's the look?
1: Mustache mullet, like. You can tell their skin's been through it with the sun like their skin's like you just tell it's had a lot of sun on it <laughs> they're either in like flip-flops or bare feet and in like shorts and maybe like a wife beater like a vest yeah that's probably the most stereotype stereotypical australian with like a hat on like the classic like, crocodile dundee hats well, yeah. wait <laughs> wait
0: can we talk about that more what made you guys want to go three and a half hours away to a rodeo
1: I just seen it. I just seen that there's a rodeo. When you look on a map, it's like nothing, but then it's just so big. We don't have much to do. Might as well.
0: Well, yeah, all we were doing was like getting drunk, nursing a hangover, and then going to work. So we're like, let's change it up. Go to this rodeo.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I said it in passing, so casually And we
0: latched on. on And then we made you drive. Okay, we'll move on. So in the last episode, we talked about how Goon is boxed wine for any new listeners. When you were on your little backpacking tour, you met somebody who told you about the secrets of Goon. (laughs) And we were hoping if you could share some of those details.
1: I don't know how true it is, but I got told that for some reason in Australia, they filter wine using fish scales, like fish skin skills which is why it's like not suitable for vegans like someone uh and then obviously once it's filtered it goes into like a big barrel or whatever and then so like the stuff at the top's like the best quality because it's like and then slowly as they get further down the dregs that have got like all the little bits of fish scale that have like sunk to the bottom that's what goes into goon into like the bags Fish game game.
0: Oh, but then that is what I remember we, would Selena and I would always be like, there can't just be wine in the goon, because <laughs> it would just get you, goon, like, um, you'd get blacked out yeah. on the goon or drunk so quickly, and now it makes sense, because it wasn't just wine. <laughs> That's so sad, though. I mean, it's not going to stop me from drinking it. Yeah.
1: No, it was so cheap, was it?
0: Have you been drinking goon since you've come back, or no?
1: A couple times. I've upgraded to the, a bottle.
0: You're more sophisticated now. You've graduated (laughs) from the goon.
1: Yeah. He's a goon
0: graduate guys. He made it. (laughs) How's your bank account?
1: Oh, it's pretty depressing at the moment to be honest. It's not looking good.
0: (laughs) But, like, that's oh, kind of something that Anne and I talked about. Like, we budgeted to an extent, but all this, at the same time, you just can't help but spend money when you're yeah. abroad.
1: Especially because it is an expensive country.
0: Yeah, the exchange rate was in our favor, but compared to other countries, it could have been a lot better. Did yeah. you do any type of budgeting, or is it kind of just, like, a effort mentality?
1: Yeah, well, when I was working, you like, somewhat budget. You just get into a routine of, like, you go buy a shopping every weekend. But then traveling nah no budgeting at all especially because well i tried to cook to save money in the hostels but when you're like bouncing around hostels every couple days especially on buses for like 14 hours you can't be cooking for yourself you just find yourself eating like kfc every day
0: yeah out of the 30 days i was there i only cooked one night and it was with amelia because she wanted to cook because it also like doesn't make sense to cook for one person because like i was never somewhere long enough besides sydney where i could have bought groceries because it just like you said it doesn't make sense to bring it and also like i was in this mentality like i just want to try new food i kind of like gave myself that excuse i'm like no it's worth it i'm trying australian food it's worth the extra money but also i heard from a lot of people that groceries were just as expensive
1: yeah they are
0: so it's like is not that bad (laughs) do you remember the rotisserie chicken that you bought
1: oh my god yeah i do The rotisserie pigeon, it wasn't even, it was so small.
0: I I thought you were going to say it was actually a pigeon, I'm
1: (laughs) like. No, there was an embarrassment, it was horrendous. I'd been wanting a rotisserie chicken for like weeks, and I couldn't find them anywhere. And then, Louise, you knew where the rotisserie chickens were at, so you told me, and we went and got one together.
0: (laughs) You got the runt of the litter, because it was also the only one left.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, it was tiny. It was like, I don't even know what, yeah, I can hold it in one hand. Oh, no. I ate it in one out I smell.
0: And how did it taste?
1: Well, I wasn't blown away. <laughs> I ate it, so.
0: Yeah. Food is food. Okay, I guess to kind of wrap it up, in Scotland, because we're here in America, where raccoons...
1: Oh, yes. Raccoon. This you is can- what I want.
0: Yeah, you can see a raccoon in your backyard or in your trash can or on the side of the road. But in your homeland, where can you find the raccoon?
1: At the zoo.
0: (laughs) That is just so random to me because like I saw them everywhere growing up. They'd be like on my porch just staring back at me. That was like a thing. Was that your favorite zoo animal? You made a trip like growing up. You're like, mom, can I go? Mom, can I go to the zoo? I can't do an accent. But can I go to the zoo? I
1: don't
0: want to talk about it. Tell me more about raccoons at the zoo.
1: (laughs) I don't know. They just do their thing, don't they? Everyone feeds them. You get told not to feed them, but everyone does feed them. It's got their little paws wanting food. Yeah, they're just little rascals. They're so funny. And I remember you were so shocked when you found out there was raccoons in the zoo. (laughs) It was like a thing or something.
0: Because that's crazy. Yeah. But I guess that's kind of like here we have kangaroos at the zoo. Yep. But in Australia, once again, those are like roadkill. True. Weird. Like deer. Yeah. Those are all the questions that we had prepared. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Or any last words? The world is your Yeah, this, is your, this is your moment. We've been time. steering everything. We're giving you the wheel.
1: Okay just have fun just don't worry it's all gonna be all right have fun if you're gonna go travel just, yeah just take it easy
0: yeah <laughs> simple love it yeah to the point <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast maddie you were so great it was so nice to talk again and reminisce on the good old days likewise
1: you thank, you you. thank you for having me
0: Yeah, thank you so much. It was so good seeing you again, hearing about all your stories. Yeah. Wait, would you say that... I keep keep on on finding new (laughs) um, questions, but would you say traveling changed you in some way?
1: Yeah, but not majorly. But yeah, yeah. It's like you just meet so many people from around the world with so many different outlooks on life and so many ways of living.
0: Okay, cool. No, I mean, it's straight. It's true, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I will talk with you again soon.
1: Take it easy, zombies. Bye. Bye! Bye! Hasta la vista.
0: That concludes episode four. Thank you guys so much for listening and a big thank you to Perk Coffee for sponsoring us. Yes, and don't forget to use code GUESWARE10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Guys, that is 10% off. Yes. You don't want to miss that. The link will also be in our bio and in the bio of this episode. Also, thank you to my good friend Maddie. For letting us interview him and letting me reminisce on the good old days and yeah. giving us great advice yeah. for future travels. Mm-hmm. From a guy's perspective, we needed that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole different world. Yeah, if only we had subtitles, though. I know, if only. It's okay. His, yeah. You know, you just listen to it really loud and maybe a little slow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's great. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. Super easy to find. It's the fastest way to get to us, to comment, DM, anything. We want to know what you want to know. Exactly. We want to gear this for you to help you mm-hmm. in your future travels. Yeah. We're here for you. Exactly. Thank you for listening. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.